from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. What is up, everybody? Happy to be back at it again. Not live this week. Not live this week. Uh, in fact, we are doing a pre-recorded show every now and then. It's what we got to do in order to make it work because we don't want to leave you without content. Content. But the fact of the matter is, uh, last week's episode was just phenomenal. Wasn't it, guys? It I, mean, I just, I don't know if you've ever had as much fun doing a show as we had last week. Uh, Crimson Empire, I mean, does it get any better than that? It's <laughs> fantastic it's episode. It's, it's hard to say, but definitely, that's probably one of my best. I say probably, mm. pretty emphatically, probably one of my best. I'm pretty much <laughs> expecting to get a Utini Award for that. Uh, for definitely. like best, oh, best yeah. possible show for the whole year for the entire right. network. They, they so. built a category. That's a category. It. it was so much fun, guys. Yeah, it was a blast. So glad we did that. <laughs> uh, in fact, if you are listening to this live, first of all, welcome. Second of all, we actually have no idea how last week's episode was because we're recording this one first because like Jason Solo, we're time walking. What's it called? Time flow walking. Flow walking? Flow walking Ooh. through time. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, Rick, I bet you guys didn't even know that there's time travel in Legends. Not surprised. I learned something new every know. week. Not surprised at all, though. Yeah, it's a it's a force power called flow walking. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's a whole thing. That's cool. Uh, very. You know, Legends Legends had some great some great powers, right? We've got uh, battle meditation. Yeah, the best power. The there best ever was. power ever. Probably the strongest, right? I mean, uh, battle meditation was the reason why what two inferior Jedi were able to stand up to the most intense Sith ever. Um, and which, which one are you talking about? In Darth Bane? Darth Bane, exactly. Darth Bane. Uh, and then, uh, I'm trying to think, there's there's entire tides of wars, right? Like, not not even just two Jedi fighting a Sith, but like an entire That's right. war was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's so many good ones. You know, you think about like Force Lightning, uh, but in Legends, you know, sometimes you just need to be able to level it up in a video game, right? <laughs> so, Force Storm... Put both hands in the air, whole room is dead. Yes. Absolutely incinerated. Well, the fact of the matter is, we're recording this episode first. It's just, you know, logistically what we had to do. But we are glad that you are here along for the ride with us. We're doing a, a two-part episode on the Legends Masterpiece. The Legends Masterpiece Crimson Empire. Uh, the 90s comics, um, what we want to call this thing's... Uh, trilogy, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, trilogy yeah. with with you know some bonus material, right? Yep. Um, and as we do so, as we do so, uh, the fact of the matter is, next week spring break, guys. Part of the reason for this is Emily about to have a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Hopefully, a baby has already happened by now, but I will see. Yeah. You know, honestly, we thought that two weeks ago was it, and then we thought last week was it. Yeah. Is it this week? <laughs> Who knows, Emily? By the time people are listening to this, who knows? I think I might actually be, be pregnant forever. I think I'm going <laughs> to break the record. Feels. I'm pretty sure. Longest <laughs> pregnancy. Look out, elephants <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> Don't they have like uh, twelve months or eighteen un- months? Yeah, long. just something like that. Ridiculous. I'm sure. I, I was like <laughs> trying to look it up today, and there's all kinds of crazy searches. Like, can you be pregnant for seventeen months? I'm pretty sure no. <laughs> but um, we'll see. It's like wishful uh, thinking that. of hoping who the dad is or something like. Yeah. Uh, well, there's this one time 18 months ago, so maybe. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Getting off the rails there a little bit. 
Yeah, pivoting from that All one. Right. Uh, Emily's about to have a baby. I'm also going on a spring break, spring break <laughs> ski trip. <laughs> spring break ski trip. I'm going along poster. with uh, the a church trip. Because the fact of the matter is, guys, the slopes aren't going to snowboard themselves. Am I right? Mm, that's true. And they're not going to bake themselves either. <laughs> spring bake. Yeah, spring yeah bake. that's that's when people go down to the beach instead of the mountains. Yeah. Things now, are going here's the thing. downhill quick in our show tonight. Uh, <laughs> they are. They are. Because <laughs> we started earlier. Oh, Got to wait till it gets dark in order to make this thing work. Now, Emily, I have to break it to you. I am not going to message you. From the slopes, this time around. Because I'm convinced, you guys don't even know this, do you? I'm convinced Emily is my snowboarding bad luck. <laughs> and here's why. Infamously, <laughs> January of last year. Y'all remember what happened to me snowboarding? Yeah. Concussion. That had to do with me? Yeah. The real question is, yeah, Emily, do you remember what happened last year to you? Oh, I was, Rick. I remember it, man. vividly. That I took a picture of myself on the slopes, like on the <laughs> ski lift. I took a picture and posted it for the team in our social media the night of that big snowstorm because I was excited that for the first time ever I was snowboarding in an active snowstorm. Okay. And then you responded, and we went back and forth. I remember messaging you like you were so excited for me <laughs> that I was snowboarding, and you said, be safe. <laughs> and it wasn't 30 no. seconds later. Like a minute later that I got my concussion. Wow. I, my la- the last thing that happened before my concussion <laughs> is I messaged you, Emily. It's wow. all your fault. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that, truly. I mean, there's a lot going on. Like, maybe you shouldn't have been taking selfies on a ski lift. Maybe. maybe I didn't get hurt on the ski you could, lift. You should have been watching where you were going. I mean. I was watching where I was going. Should have been on your phone that close? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is. I will be keeping the phone in the pocket this time around. Got my Star Wars audiobook all loaded up to go. And so fingers crossed that uh, there's no accidents that real legends look back for three months (laughs) this time around. Well, uh, regardless of how last week's show is and whether or not I make it back alive, we have a show for you tonight, and we could not be more excited about it. So without further ado, let's kick it off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back. Proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. We are a Star Wars books podcast for people who like to drink Capri Sun Mega Pouches, <laughs> woo, where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by my legendary co-hosts through a time loop. First and foremost, Freddie C. How are you, Freddie? I'm doing all right here with my Orbitz drink and my, uh, what was it, the one that paints your mouth. I forgot the name of it already. Man, the night is from Ghostbusters, the ectoplasm. Oh, there was the high C ecto drink. Yeah, yeah. The, just looking at all the discontinued nineties products, it was mm. all very artificial. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like right after the space age. I feel like it was only natural. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the orbits. I don't know if you guys remember the orbit soda. It had like a uh, little balls in it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Moving along, <laughs> we're also joined by. Emily Daybeck for the last time in a while? Who knows? We don't, we're not sure. What about you? Well, uh, I'm slowly losing my lower limbs to swelling, which is really, really fun. Um, <laughs> I also love that you're doing the episode from a, a bouncy ball. Oh, yeah. Ball. So if you just see me doing this, just know everything's <laughs> fine. 
<laughs> also, I do feel like I should put out a disclaimer. Um, my due date is in just a few days, and um, it's come with some extra emotions, you would say. So if I'm a little okay. spicier, uh, just remember that I still love Star Wars, and I still love you. So <laughs> oh, don't worry you. about it. It's just is that what the you hormones. Get your husband's yep. <laughs> every morning. <laughs> he has been he's been extra sassy to me lately, and I don't know what I've done to deserve it. But um, he it's like, is. It's like mood matching, me. right? Well, I, I, this evening, Emily logged in for the show, and I said, uh, hey, "Emily, great to see you." And I believe the direct quote was. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I literally am hiding in my house because people keep asking me where the baby is. And are like, oh, no, Raper, yeah, I thought you were going to be induced. It's like, oh, really? Well, (laughs) I'm just going to hide. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. And if you do that long enough, I'll keep the baby out of myself. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I tried. Um, You know who else knows about babies? Rick Grace, because he's got one. Got two. Hey! Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm here, and my babies are locked away with my wife and my mom who's visiting. It's like, hey guys, so at seven o'clock, I'm gonna have to lock you guys out. You can't come back to the living room. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, extra long show. Gotta be quiet. So sorry. Your uh, hat looks awesome, though. That's a beautiful thanks. hat, man. Sporting the Ahsoka and that shirt. theme. Yeah. Oh, way, beautiful. So. Digging it. The Legends Ahsoka shirt. That's right. Shirt. Legends Ahsoka. I actually think it's the Ahsoka Troopers, though, hat. But, you know, it counts. It counts. Rick, so. your background there is Absolutely. pretty fantastic. Thank you. And you still got to put more books on the shelf, but the ones that are up, they matter. So, Are you trying to read them before you good... put them up? or? No, no, no. We don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't do that here. It's uh... <laughs> good Legends hardcovers over your right shoulder there. I'm seeing some rare ones, some sci-fi book club, like... Yep. You know, the collectible well, ones. Happens to be the section of them. That's all I got. So, <laughs> no, that's Put them good up. ones they already have. have. Yep. Indeed. Absolutely. Well, uh, tonight's episode, in fact, I've got a really collectible edition of this. I don't know if I've ever shown it off. I've got the 30th anniversary Ooh, hardcover whoa. of Crimson Empire. That's beautiful. Which I'm very proud of. It. I got this thing on a deal at a comic book store in New Hampshire. And they had a bunch of these nice. for all kinds of different Legends properties. I only had enough money at the time for one, and I never got a chance to go oh, back before man. I moved away. And Bummer. it's the one that got away. Yeah, All the books, like two, $300 worth of books sitting on the shelf. But you know what? I'm proud of this one. <laughs> proud of this one. We are talking about Crimson Empire. Um, I'm going to lead us off tonight with a spicy take. Y'all ready for this? Ready. Yes. Make it spicy. For my money, panel for panel, cover for cover, in terms of Star Wars Legends art, Crimson Empire has the best Legends art ever in all of Star Wars. I said it. Mm. There it is. Hot take. So hot, it made my camera shake. (laughs) I had had a hot take on it, too, in terms of like the most action-packed comic book in Legends, for sure. Undoubtedly, I feel like almost every panel is a fight or some sort of thing going on that just makes my adrenaline pump. It's like it's like what at night before a judo competition, I'm I'm just sleeping there and thinking about judo and then I wake up just sweating, ready to fight somebody. That's how that's how this makes me feel. <laughs> yeah, you cool. heard it here first, folks. Crimson Empire makes Freddy sweaty. <laughs> Freddy there it is. Sweaty. Sweaty Freddy. Love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, replacing Spready Freddy. Yikes. Thankfully. 
Now, this is, in terms of uh, the data on the art here, we're talking about all the art of Crimson Empire and this go-around in tonight's show. Um, this is by uh, the cover art. And I'm not sure if this is consistent all the way through all three volumes. There's like the three volumes of Crimson Empire 1, 2, and then 10 years later that came out with mm-hmm. Crimson Empire 3, right? Ah. Um, cover art by Dave Dorman. Man. Dave Dorman. Now, Freddie, we've talked about Dave Dorman before. Yeah. He's... He's very synonymous with cover art for Star Wars. Uh, very, whenever you do see his art, it, to me it's pretty obvious when when it's a doorman uh, piece. And ever, I would say almost another another thing, another hot take here. I would say that almost every single cover in this series is an absolute banger. Said it. Yeah, uh, sp- fantastic covers. Now, I believe we've got a couple of them pulled up. These were under my picks, Rick. I picked a couple of Dorman covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's one Classic. that is, uh, what is this? The cover for, is it number one? I so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, very iconic if you're listening on audio. First of all, I'm sorry that we're describing all this art to you. Um, second of all, hang in there with us. We got this. We got this. This is, uh, well, a bunch of royal guards. <laughs> yeah. How else do you describe this? It's a sea of royal guardsmen mm-hmm. led by Kier Kanos. You guys say Kanos or Kanos? Uh, Kanos. Kanos. Ka- of course Kanos. you say it spicy, Freddie. <laughs> you say I know. it almost as if he's Greek. Kanos. Kier <laughs> Kanos. Kier Kanos. In the, in the audio drama, which I listened to, they say Kanos. But then I've always said Kanos. So then I say a little bit of both. Just, you know, whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah. Anyway. Um how about his weapon? What do you think? What is this thing? A scythe? It's like a vibroblade dual. Yeah. Uh, that's the cool thing yeah. about the art is that you do see like the the vibration even though it's not moving, which is always crazy to me that mm. artists can do that. But it's it's like and then in the yeah, it's like some sort of dual scythe, I guess. Dual bladed. We'll scythe. call it a yeah, double bladed scythe vibroblade. Yeah, or AKA Kierkanis's dope sword <laughs> down. Now, <laughs> In the back, we've got the Imperial insignia on fire because the Empire is on fire in this. Everything is burning down, and he's going to burn it to the ground himself because he's angsty. Mm. He's an action hero. (laughs) That's fair. And uh, we might have one more, Dave Dorman. Um, Okay, we got a couple more. This is maybe maybe my very favorite piece of Legends art ever. It is currently the background on my phone. Mm. This is the cover to Crimson Empire number three. It is – tell the good folks what we're looking at here. So this one's uh, pretty interesting, right? We've got uh, Kier Kanos with his awesome sword. I'm not sure what we, done. we named it. We just talked about that a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> with his awesome double-bladed scythe uh, just over a pile of, of stormtroopers. And he looks like he's just going to town, smashing them down to bits. Yeah. The the white and black it's, on the stormtroopers really makes them skeleton esque, and yeah. the the mood is very uh, macabre. Throwing some big words. It honestly looks like a Renaissance painting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Like it is, I was yeah. about to say biblical almost. <laughs> it reminds me of. There's no pictures in the Bible. <laughs> all right, now there's uh, Emily. There's all right. Uh, help me out here. What's the name of the piece? It's got like soldiers holding a flag. Oh, is it um, the and they're. The the, one in they're like Vietnam? trying to hold Iwo it Jima. up. Uh, yeah, Jima. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, there's a memorial, like you know, brass or 
<laughs> this Precious looks reminiscent metal. of that, except for instead of a flag, it's his cape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of a flagpole, it's his scythe. And instead of like you know a hill, the hill is a mountain of bodies of stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. The raising Marine the flag on Iwo Jima. Yeah, there it is. That's what it's called. Yeah, you guys see what I'm talking about, yep, right? Yep, it's I can see it. Kind of a all right, all right. And, I, I can, and finally, I hold think, on. I, I can give Emily some uh, credibility here with the whole Bible thing. You know, you could be like Moses parting the Red Sea, holding up the staff. Except it's like you know, Kirkano's holding up the staff and and splicing in half the stormtroopers. So... <laughs> now I'm on board. You sold me, Rick. Absolutely convinced. I love, I love it. it. Oh goodness, the Thanks red the up. Red Sea. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. The could we call it the Crimson oh. Sea? Oh. We got one okay. more Dave Dorman coming up. Right, cheer. Thank you. Oh wow. Now that this one beautiful. is. Now, we spent a lot of time a couple weeks ago talking about the difference between Carnor Jax and Kier Canos. This is both of them in the same shot. Carnor yeah. Jax with his double-bladed vibro scythe um, pinning down Kier Canos, looking like, looking like the battle's, you know, lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spoiler yep. alert, it's not. Mm. But an absolutely excellent piece of art. All right. Uh, I would suggest that Dave Dorman's covers are some of my very favorite pieces of Legends art. There's nothing more visually captivating for me than a royal guardsman no mm-hmm. absolutely they not yeah just i i totally agree with you a look about them totally agree with you right they're they're Very completely striking. mysterious mm-hmm. uh you don't really know what's going on uh you know they they look kind of frumpy but then you see when they get into a fight and they're just ripped <laughs> yeah they're absolutely yeah. shredded and they've got the best looking armor and you're like that's what's under those frumpy coats <laughs> hmm. Frumpy is not a word I would have used, yeah, but that, that's something that came to mind for me either. But I see, mm-hmm. I see your point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, in Return of the Jedi, they do nothing, mm-hmm. and you kind of think they would save Palpatine. Yeah. But they don't, and this is kind of the story of what's going on yeah. under the hood. It's the backstory. You get to see them in action, whereas you don't get to see them in action in the films. Mm. Uh, so that is absolutely something that elevates the original trilogy, which that's what the expanded universe is all about, elevating the material that we already have and taking it to the next level. So those were a few of my picks in terms of my favorite art from the series, the Dave Dorman covers. Now, the interiors are by Paul uh, Gulacy. Paul, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry that we just butchered your last name, but we love your art. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the interiors. Uh, Freddie, let's start with you. What are your favorite pieces of art from Crimson and Black? Yeah, well, before we move on, I wanted to show one of my one of my favorite cover arts. Uh, if, if you can pop that up. I have it under Best Cover Art there, uh, Rick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what a great title. Great, great naming. <laughs> so this is Ooh. my favorite one. Uh, I almost chose this one. It almost looks like Power Rangers. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm so glad you brought that up. The whole time I was reading this, I just thought to myself, goodness gracious, these guys look like, 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 uh, I don't know which generation, but they look like Power Rangers. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe like one of the ninja generations, yeah. nin- ninja storm. My son's <laughs> yeah. been watching those lately, and so I, I totally see it. I totally see it. <laughs> yeah, and I just... there's ninja storm, ninja steel, super ninja steel, and there's also the ninja rangers from Mighty Morphin. So there's, there's <laughs> yeah. plenty to pick. Oh, I know. From. It's, it's one <laughs> of the very recent ones, and I'm just so confused. <laughs> those are just the ninjas. Ready for the dinosaurs? I think I'm on the ninja dinosaur actually, or something like. <laughs> All that. All right. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a great one, Freddie. It's got. Uh, well, it's both Kyrkanos and Carnor Jax in the flashback. Yes. Uh-huh. And behind them is none other than Darth Vader. 
Yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to say Anakin Skywalker. I thought it was so interesting because it it it, it takes Dorman's take on what was in the inside art right we've got the very interesting features on the helmet which i'm not really sure what those symbols mean you know it definitely gives off that's the power ranger vibe for sure and and this is around the power ranger era so i'm not sure if that that's true if that's what what gave it some some impact there but i also like that they picked the color pink for uh who is that uh kirkanos i can't remember yeah sure yeah i think pink is I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember, but you know, not really a color you'd expect for mm-hmm. a powerful character, but really cool to see that, especially in the early nineties. Uh, and of course, just the vibrating blades in there, uh, that Dorman captures, you know, movement without having to actually show movement is, is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not entirely my favorite, uh, uh, cover. I just like that. They look like power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I appreciate that. That is fair. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, any other covers? Yeah. We're ready to move on uh, to some interiors. I don't know about any co- other covers. I've got I some have covers. a cover alternative. Ooh. Yeah. All right, let's go yeah. around. Let's finish out the covers, and then we'll move on. Who's, who's Emily? Going up? Okay, Emily. Uh, it's Emily Fave because cool. <laughs> it was my fave. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, that one. That's I thought so this cool. one was so striking, just the way that. Uh, it just kind of fades into uh, Kirkanos yeah. holding a blaster, which he doesn't usually use. But it kind of, I don't know, I feel like it kind of shows his slow transformation into Kenick. What is it? Something kill? Kenick's kill? How does it, how do you say Kenick's, it? Oh, the bounty hunter. Kenick's kill. Yes. Kill? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, how he's kind of playing both roles. Um, and I just oh, thought it was enough. a really striking cover alternative. Mm-hmm. What is that one from? I don't recognize. I thought it was from the second. Um, it's the. It's from the first. Oh, because standalone, it's an alternative. That's why right? I don't know it. Yeah. It's from the first oh, really? standalone in between oh, okay. Crimson One and Two. There's like okay. a standalone comic. Uh, yeah. And it, I can't remember the name. Uh, Kill Kenix or something like that. that, right? Right. Yeah. Very. That's a great cover. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that pick. wasn't picked as the main cover, but um, I really enjoyed that one. That's pretty cool. Excellent pick. Rick? Yeah, let me pull it up here. Um, man, I I chose a lot <laughs> um, of covers. It's hard to limit them. Uh, Dave Dorman, man. He, he's got... Dave Dorman has one some of the beautiful greats. art, honestly. If you look at his portfolio of mm. all the arts he's done with, with uh, the comic books, it's really difficult to choose one. Definitely. Mm. So back to the one we just talked about. That was one of them. Um, also, a few episodes later, uh, this, with the, uh, the what are his guard, the troopers, shadow troopers, shadow troopers, yeah, um, with what's his face, Karnar Jax, um, and I love how it's you know kind of contrasting um, here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I don't know I just I love the the dark theme in this one, and then um, fast forwarding to Crimson Empire three, um, this is from number five. It was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to stand out. Just whatever. It's cool. But then just the symbolism of the last uh, yeah, that one's episode good. six. Yeah, that one's excellent. Was, was, was uh, issue six, he's got his robes hung up, mm-hmm. nailed to the insignia with the scythe, with the sunset. Yeah. Oh, it's such a Western. It, it is. is. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's you know it's a good, good way to end it. So um, that was a great, great cover for me. I, I think it's yeah, safe to what's say. What's excellent about these is they're not too busy. They're just yeah. they're yeah. very sparse. Oh, yeah. 
um, symbolic, kind of minimalist in a, in a certain way. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that uh, the best cover in Crimson Empire is uh, issue one through what is it uh, all the way till 2011. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So, no, they're ab- absolutely the spectacular. We've talked about Dave Dorman's <laughs> covers. Let's also talk about Paul Gulasi's art. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I do think you know, shot for shot, panel for panel. The Dave Dorman covers for me take the take the cake, but there's some really great moments within the interiors as well. Yeah. Especially the action scenes are done better than faces, in my opinion. Those though, though there are some excellent facial shots, especially the dark and broody. You know, yes. he can communicate a lot with a facial expression. Mm-hmm. What I especially want to talk about though are the Xanabar. Oh man, the Xanabar oh, yeah. because. I, I forgot about these guys oh, when yeah. uh, <laughs> I forgot, yes. forgot about the Xanabar when I was you know su- suggesting that we do this one for the show and then the first time I encountered them I was like oh Emily's gonna love these <laughs> totally. it's like weird aliens. didn't even warn you yeah. oh goodness yeah can I, can what's I... your take on the Xanabar Emily at one to ten what do you mean one to ten <laughs> Do I like yeah, that? Like, <laughs> like rank them in terms of beauty. Be- oh, well, they are not on my scale. Um, if they if they showed up on your on Tinder profile, would you swipe left or right? I don't know which one's which, so I would probably swipe down. I don't down. know either. I'm going to swipe no. Whichever way says no. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a They've hard They've got pass. an excellent use in the story, though, because they are terrifying. They Dude, are. Yeah. You're like, like, I don't these want these things. To things. Ta- I, I have been waiting for weeks to make this joke, Jared. But um, do it. okay, they have. I'm so excited. This is the stuff of nightmares, dream, yes. dream. Ha ha! We're talking about dreams. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Did you have nightmares about these? I'm things? not going to share that information. But, um, <laughs> they, the answer is this. yes. The, you I like, hear I, about I like that this it, one's Jared. wearing a. I do. You would want to hear about. It. What would you hear? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do have a, a panel <laughs> to show off later of another Xanabar That's oh, it's a great, great page of them. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll give a couple more, and then we'll move along. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what we have here, uh, Rick. So you just show me what we got, and I'll talk about it. <laughs> right. Some of my favorites. Oh, oh this is a good, a good one. one. The you can see the fear in Mirith Sin's eyes mm-hmm. as it's reflected across Carnor Jax's visor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the near the end of the first run, mm-hmm. and Crimson Empire one. That as soon as I saw it, I was like, "All right, stop the stop the press. I got to take a picture of this and yeah. upload it." Uh, this panel single handedly gave me the idea to do an art episode. Nice. Um, all right, what else we got? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going in order anymore. That doesn't matter. Keep them coming. Oh, All right. that's one of mine, this too. One, I love yeah. this one. It's very brutal. Tell, tell us what we got, Fred. Yeah, so this one is fantastic. This is one of my favorite art pieces. It it shows just how intense, first of all, that vibro sword, double-bladed sword is, right? Yeah, it can slice through a stormtrooper slice head. Slice right through a stormtrooper head. And, and it, I mean, it, it just cleanly cuts right in half and you know that guy's totally done for uh it it also shows the lethality of of Kirkanos and and basically the those guys in general right the uh the royal guards and and how efficient they can be in killing machines and just completely decimate a person in armor <laughs> Yeah, couldn't seriously. have said it better myself. It's like we already know that plastoid armor isn't all that strong, right. but it's very satisfying <laughs> to think about. Yeah, <laughs> very satisfying <laughs> to think about a scythe just yeah. slicing through it. All right, what else we got, Rick? Uh, Keep on coming, rapid this fire. This was one of mine as well. Oh yes, Ooh, ah. that one's a good one. I we talked one about too. the spaceships a couple episodes ago, Rick. Yes. Um, do you know what this ship is called? Um, 
I'm probably saying it wrong. The Lusankya. Yep. Very Lusankya, good. Lusankya. Yeah. yeah. And it's a super star destroyer that is captured by the fledgling New Republic. And I actually have not gotten to this, like the story of their capture, because it's like X-Wing series, right? Yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. iconic, serves yeah. a huge, prominent role in that series. There's a big spoiler, so I'm not going to say right. it, but in okay. the first the first arc of X-Wing books, uh-huh. um, I think it especially comes in books three and four. I think I know I've I heard it in three. I, I want to say I've read three, but not four. Maybe I've read all four. But I know that this is all familiar. Like the ship is familiar, and it was kind of obvious where it was going. So maybe that's what the spoilers yeah. building up, or the 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 twist is going to build up for. But yeah, I just love the ship, man. It's cool, and the fact that there's a big old New Republic emblem on it, yeah, is, is uh pretty kick butt. I like that's that. funny, Rick. You and I chose that art as well with the yeah. same concept of seeing the the uh, galact or the New Republic symbol on a piece of imperial machinery was really satisfying <laughs> yeah for sure it reminds me of Patton oswalt's uh a filibuster that he did on parks and rec like seven or eight years ago and he talked about how the new republic they've yeah. captured all the imperial star destroyers and they've just graffitied them and spray painted you so know all, all over them and anyway something like that yep. uh, how's my impression that was good man was, yeah. pass all right I, if, t- if you did t- that and i didn't good, know if it you. was Patton oswalt you know i Probably would not have guessed, but... <laughs> Chewie's severed head! All right. Uh, yeah, any others you, from me? Yeah. I love that I have to ask Rick. <laughs> this is another one of mine, too. Oh, I love that one, uh, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> this actually, I think, made it onto the Cosmic Force. I'd used it as my Art of the Week a number of months ago. Um, every issue begins with one of these full-page splash pages um, where the action is in the lower third of the image. Mm. And this maintains consistency throughout all three volumes of the trilogy. And it is absolutely, for me, one of the details that makes this a Legends classic. What about y'all? Yeah, I love it. I I love it's just such a random-looking frog character (laughs) looking right at you with massive action going on behind it. He doesn't even care. (laughs) I wonder if this is a Nalatree frog from the Han Solo trilogy, the ones that... uh, What's his name? Derek the Hutt? (laughs) Beck, oh. that's not right. Uh, Durga. Tim the Hutt. Durga. Durga the Hutt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek. That they, you know, he's like, I just need more Nalatree frogs. And somebody poisons yeah. them, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I wonder if these are them. All right. Hmm. Those are my picks. Uh, Emily, you you're more? up next. You got more. Uh, oh, oh, there's more. There's but more. All right. Keep them coming. There's quick. more. All right. Here's one of the squall. And I think I've got another of the squall. This sure. is one of those oh, yeah. uh, full-page Man, spreads. Taking, this you're is taking all my art, aren't you? <laughs> this is where the action happens. I have no idea what you picked, Freddie. So, um, surrounded by Power Rangers. Just kidding. Surrounded by rural guards <laughs> in training. And if there's one thing we know about Star Wars, it is you can only duel if there's a, a huge chasm ball. underneath <laughs> yeah. and no guardrails. That's Ooh, right. I just noticed that like the. Imperial logo kind of makes up the boardwalk parts of the squall. Mm. I know it's so beautiful. It's poetic it is for on sure. the planet, mm-hmm. on the planet Yinchor, which comes up a few different places in Legends. Cool. Absolutely. All right, uh, Emily, you're up next. Sure, Rick. Just throw something up there and see what yep. we got. <laughs> you guys have to give me a little bit of a transition to pull up everybody's individual. Pull them all up uh, at yeah. the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Out of all of my picks, which one's your favorite, guys? You had some good ones there. Some I of those were the random frog. That was definitely that the, was the fun one. one. Yeah, that's the one I keep coming back to. And every time I read Crimson Empire, because it's a brutal series. <laughs> it's uh, I it's mean, very it's violent. just laced with toxic masculinity. 
and then a frog. Yeah, Emily, and then the 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 tie fighters come crashing in. It's a whole thing. Emily, do you want any of these in a particular order? I do not have a preference, Rick. Your cool. call. All right, All right how about so this one? one, I thought that the nanny being as buxom as she is was hysterical. <laughs> this is like classic comics. Like, are is it necessary to see? Uh, the curves of a droid probably in not. the 90s and yet, in the 90s yes <laughs> i understand the multiple arms but i just this thought goes that was with so the babies funny. episode we did because like yep. star wars is usually pretty clean like it's not a super sexualized uh genre but yet the apparently nanny, there's comics. the droids the, the droids, droids are, comics are gonna it's just free reign so but are... in her defense <laughs> she's a great uh a great fighter yeah yeah, I mean, that's... I just thought that that was kind of funny. I um, think legends, all right, <laughs> legends comics in general have been very. Uh, they do have a lot of those tones, right? I mean, Zeltrons. You've you've got a lot of. Oh, and I've got more to say at the next episode. <laughs> okay. And by okay. the next episode, I mean the one you've already listened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, I'll say this much: that Star Wars comics have gotten better about. I'm this. sure they have. I'm sure. All right, move us along. Rick. <laughs> All right, next one. I one. loved this one where it's just like it shows you the experience of being cut down by Darth Vader, and it is uh, terrifying. And, and also, I feel like yeah, it also <laughs> highlights like they use a lot of shadow um, in oh, really yeah. most of them. I think the second and the third series, uh, I think they used it a little bit more, but it was just a lot of black. Mm-hmm. Um, to add drama. This is a great one. Mm-hmm. I like this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You can move That's on. Keep them coming. Okay. I didn't have a ton to say. Okay. This one, that little alien, reminded <laughs> me of the Geico oh, yeah. Gecko. And <laughs> I just thought, like, he was so, like, ferocious, and then all of a sudden he got caught in a double cross, and then he reminded <laughs> me of that little gecko. And I just wondered if you guys got the same vibe. Fifteen minutes. It reminds or more me of you fifteen percent. It reminds me of uh, Randall from Monster. That, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So that little guy I thought was pretty funny. That's and great. I think, I think Which, I only have one. There more. is a species. A more. Uh, Grindelid. There's a species in the past on Legends Look Back we have said reminds us of Randall from Monsters Inc. So it could be a Grindelid. <laughs> anyway, what, what you got? Are you seeing this one? Yeah, the very last one in the top right corner. There is a Tuscan Raider. And like among bounty hunters, and I just thought that was such a cool like mm-hmm. little Easter egg because I would have never thought a Tuscan Raider would be a bounty hunter, and yet there is one right there. Legends, kind of legends. Nice. I love it. So, <laughs> yes. that, right, you got some more all. here. Great picks. You um, some, uh... That's the re- for the rest of the, for the other show, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So who's up next? Uh, Freddie, Rick. It doesn't matter. But let's keep it moving. All you right. know, y- <laughs> Jared, you, earlier you spoke about action and how how well yeah. Paul uh, Gulacy, you know, I'm not entirely sure if that's correct, but uh, his art can capture, I guess, just action very well, right? And so there's one that I've got in there uh, that's a very interesting POV of a battle, uh, Rick. You might see that. And it it's definitely one of my favorites because it puts you right behind the gunner uh when Mm -hmm. uh the imperials are trying to kill uh sorry not karner jacks uh kirkanos before jacks comes down right they're trying to take care of it is this the rebel base on feta this is the rebel yep this is the rebel base on feta and you can just see like man imagine being this gunner facing all of this uh 
imperial machinery and it looks like there's a i can't let me let me see if i can open it on my ipad here to get a better look but it looks like there's there's a uh i'm not sure what kind of vehicle it is straight ahead of him that looks like it's about to fire upon him but oh yeah 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 it's just a lot of action going on you've got some speeder bikes on the left hand side explosions everywhere fire it's crazy it's chaos like the the motion of was that a tie phantom or uh whatever interceptor yeah um you know you can see the blur the motion blur of it's pretty Mm -hmm. cool oh yeah oh sure enough yeah great pick yeah um yeah gotta get a bunch in here What, what do you want next uh let's go with the uh (laughs) <laughs> let's see most of them were covered in in uh jared's but go, let's go to rogue squadron <laughs> that was the coolest scene honestly when uh you see they're just like oh it's just fighters we don't have to worry about it and then it goes uh what does he say there he goes um let me open it up here buckle up because i brought an e-wing is that what he says <laughs> he, because i spy an e-wing, an e-wing hey. right there so uh, it, he goes, continue with the attack. It's just a squadron of rebel fighters. And the guy goes, uh, time to show the imps what Rogue Squadron can do. And you're like, okay, never mind. These guys are done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're reading a legend story. Because yeah. uh, then the, the duex machina, machina is uh, Rogue Squadron. <laughs> Always the ones that can come and bail you out. Yep, mm. exactly. So that was a really cool scene to, to see just a bunch of rebel fighters who... You don't really know who they are until he says Rogue Squadron. You're like, oh, these guys are done for. Bye, imps. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, let's see. Yeah, sorry I took so many of your picks. No, me. it's cool. It's cool. That that just <laughs> proves that like this comic is just full of good stuff. There were a lot of great choices. Um, there's another interesting one here, Rick. Uh, if you could do the... Uh, let's see. I think it's the uh, Vader kick. Uh, yeah, so... It's it's when Vader comes on to uh, oh, yeah. what is it Yincor and yeah I say Yinchor 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 it it's <laughs> legends it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah uh, and he's testing out the the trainees right to see if they're fit for duty and he absolutely demolishes the best fighter amongst them and uh, if you look at this kick man he just stabs the the dual bladed I'm not sure, dual-bladed sword right into the ground and lifts up his body and just smashes this guy down and chops his arm off. Uh, he donkey kicks him. He gets him with both Exactly, feet. Yeah. and imagine... Oof. That, that's the thing, right? This is all machinery that this... this you know, Darth Vader's all machinery. He's lifting mm-hmm. himself up. Imagine how hard that's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, just, wow. it just shows how, how much of a... I guess how intense of a fighter and how skilled Vader is when it comes to fighting. And I, I don't think he uses the force at all. I think he just uses his martial artistry. He physically dominates. Yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, just takes it's, down the best. When Vader comes into the scene, it is absolutely one of the best moments in the entire run for yeah. me. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, we're running short on time. Uh, toss it over to Rick. Rick, uh, let's give a couple picks. All right. And we've got a show to do tonight, oh, yeah. guys. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. In the past. I will go... <laughs> With, uh, I wanted to show off the creepy picture of oh the. My goodness, oh my gosh! Do. What that are they is so again? gross. What are they? The the Xanabar. Uh, yeah. Look at the eyeballs, man. No. The way their mm. eyeballs watch as it gets lifted up and like are just staring at them. Like seriously, they were so creepy. Swipe left. Pure nightmare fuel. Yeah. Swipe left. Um, <laughs> I love. 
I love this one too. Uh, when Kirkanos <laughs> blows up the yeah, victory class destroyer right before, like they're like, "Oh, he just left. How peculiar!" Oh, wait, maybe this is bad. And then kaboom, <laughs> that is brilliant. And uh, legendary. And uh, the aftermath. I love that they dedicate a whole page to it. Yeah, too. Yes, the yes. aftermath of that was was actually devastating. I'm pretty sure it got rid of like what, like sixty percent of <laughs> of that. Yeah, it really that uh, did. star destroyer. It took yeah. out so much of that ship. Oh, okay. This is a fun one too. Um, the setup on this page for oh. this monster, and then like the reveal on the next page of like it's like a, I don't know what this was like a was this like a simulator or like an arcade game? You remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, it's a shooting range. A shooting range. Okay. Yeah, but, but instead of just shooting blast, uh, shooting you know slugs at a target, you're shooting. Uh, you know, laser beams at holograms because it's Star Wars, <laughs> right? Mm. But like that was such a great like switch for me to go from oh where where in the world is Keenix Kill now? Oh, he's just at the range. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was a fun transition for me. Um, that's actually that's really cool. That's a good that's a good one. That is a, yeah, that's a good one. Let's see. There's, that, there's only... that Tuscan again. Yeah, I there love he goes. that Tuscan. Um, then uh, let's see this whole true love interlude, you know, where um, <clears throat> they're, they're, this is in the the filler episode in between the the not filler but between the the series, you know, and I, I can't read. It's the prelude to uh, Crimson Empire three. Okay, yes. Oh, that makes sense then. Um, historically, um, you know, kind of the unfinished business of the romantic tension, um, and how. They have a complicated relationship, you know, and so <laughs> this was sure. was fun for the story, but um, but yeah, and then I have a lot of the covers like we already talked about. Let's see what this one is. Okay, that that's the oh, yeah, cover. That's oh man, yep. yeah, he's got a little headlock right there. It looks like. Oh yeah. Oh man, that's great. That's all I got for me, but these were there were some great ones uh, throughout this for sure. Well, obviously, we just want to say to Dave Dorman and Paul Gulasi, absolutely love the work. And well if you listeners have not checked out Crimson Empire, uh, hey, we're talking about it. Uh, you probably listened to, to what we had to say about it last week. I'm sure it was excellent. And in the meantime, if you would like to pick up your own copy, personally, I read the Crimson Empire saga off of Comixology. Um, and so you can, of course, pick up your own copy. Go on over to uteen.com, click the Amazon link in the profile. We get a few cents to help keep the lights on. For this week, we just want to say thank you for listening to Legends Look Back. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us uh, via email, legendslookback at utini.com, or you can, of course, find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back. Until next time, remember to keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.